Yahoo thing? I did. I did. <laughs> yeah, I've had it for a while. Um, I don't know. It was just a really good rendering. They did a they did a pretty darn good job with it, if you ask me. So that looks I good. It's pretty cool. Yeah, 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 yeah man. Just finally had a chance to get it framed and set it up there, and I'm sure it'll look good above the urinal. <laughs> you got i mean hey i mean if, if it if it fits i uh, mean if that doesn't inspire you to uh to relieve yourself <laughs> I, th- that screams relief to me when i see a z32 i'm just thank like you. That's yeah. what I said. you yeah know, well, i've said no i don't agree i disagree i said uh <laughs> you know teach their own you know to each their own <laughs> don't, uh, then don't be in the house you know? yeah, so, yeah. hey by the way miles uh we are live i tried to sneak oh. that one on you of course you did uh, of course you yeah did. yeah yeah <laughs> uh, for... you want to get get us started yeah 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 let's get started we got a lot to cover uh to go over here tonight um so uh welcome to another episode of the nissan nerd podcast where we discuss all things that are important not really we just go over a bunch of nissan stuff but in this episode we are going to talk a lot uh about um nissan related stuff oh my god uh had a brain fart there so we're going to talk about three things this episode uh nissan executives confirm the all new z um still has the z34 chassis code kind of knew that already but we're going to talk more about that in detail i share the details about nissan's recent release of the ambition plan for the 2030 and later we talk about a insane gtr that's blowing doors off of everyone including a hoonigan surprise that just dropped a few hours ago on this episode of the nissan nerd podcast all right you went and did it you finally went and did it what i do (laughs) (laughs) this is kind of an inside joke for those that don't know, when me and Mike were starting this podcast many, many moons ago, I said, let's just go wild. Let's go crazy with it. What kind of intro music are we going to pick? And I was like, you know what? Let's just go wild, man. Let's uh, let's get that that guy right there doing it. You know, I figured yeah. we can handle that within a budget of that. And uh, and we, we laughed about that for the longest time. And then, of course, we have our intro music that you know and love uh, today. Um, yeah. With the intro to the Nissan. So, so every every episode, I would say in the last couple of episodes, you're like, yeah, the bane of my existence. Jesus got, you know, played at my funeral type of deal. And I was like, yeah. we keep on talking about the didgeridoo. I was like, you know what? As a as an early Christmas gift, I'm going to give you, Miles, uh, the didgeridoo intro. <laughs> the didgeridoo intro to the <laughs> Nissan Nerd Podcast. That's great. So uh, for those that don't know, uh, let's drop the official Nissan Nerd podcast intro if we still got that. Oh, yeah. You still like that. I knew you liked that. Well, we got to give it to them pretty strong because these days we're starting to get a little more professional. So I say drop it on so we know. Good (laughs) idea. That's not our official intro. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Hit them. All right. (laughs) 
Now we feel all bubbly That was pretty inside. good. You, you totally, yeah. uh, you totally got me on that one, man. I, I did good. not see that coming. That was a total, just look that's over what there. I, <laughs> that's where I come in with the cheap, with the cheap shot. With but the it's cheap a good one, shot right there. That yeah. was a kicking the nuts Thursday already. Good job. <laughs> all right, but uh, man, obviously, you know, we are winding up uh, the end of the year. So 2021 is wrapping up. Had a hell of a year. Would you call this season two? I guess. What would you call <laughs> that? You know, good. I mean, point. we're on episode. What episode is this officially? This is thirty. Technically thirty-nine. We're on thirty-nine. Thirty-nine. Uh, so season two, thirty-nine. Why not? Right. So depends how you figure it out. I mean, if we consider by years, this is probably what you might consider the tail end of season two. I mean, essentially, we've been doing this nearly two years now. So nearly two years because we had some development and everything. Yeah. So it's been a long road. You know, I've I've had a great time with you, Mike. Uh, this is the last episode. Just kidding. Um, but uh, <laughs> no, um, you know, we are winding up the end of uh we're in december now at the end of 2021 we've have a lot of things that are uh kind of winding up for 2022 it's gonna look like a remarkable year for us i'm very uh happy with what we've done to far so far but i think we're we're moving in the right direction for advancement um but yeah we just went over thanksgiving we're going in december yeah. I don't know. You do anything good for thanksgiving any uh black friday deals anything you were able to uh finagle what'd you get um you know, honestly, I uh, I didn't get much. Up, well, I mean, as far as anything, I'll be honest with you, I was too busy saving up some of the money here. I actually closed on the house. I've got the keys now. So I've moved in on this nice. house. Now, it, coincidentally, it was on a Black Friday that I got the keys, and I was asking them for the discount, but they would not give me the discount on the house. And I was like, well, what the hell, man? You know, we're in the spirit. I can't, I can't wait till you get your new house so I can go by and steal all your expensive stuff and, uh, and leave my a expensive thing in the front. Your expensive thing. <laughs> your one vase. So yeah. yeah. Does he have a vase? Is Mike a vase guy? I don't yeah. know. I don't know how this happened. I'm going right. to tip it over. But, cool. Uh, cool. yeah, that's I didn't do too much. Let me see your Black Friday deals. I jumped on Eastwood. I picked yeah. up that new, what they call the SCT um, sander. Basically, you can strip an entire car down to, like, bare metal in, like, oh, 10 minutes, whatever the claim is online. But it's, like, insanely cool. It's kind of like holding, like, a mini chainsaw, the, uh, the male – Lumbido is uh, is definitely uh, empowered with it because you're holding like a grind like a, a big drum wheel and you could just grind mm. all the paint and all the uh, all the sins off Jesus. of a car. So so yeah, it's gonna be pretty interesting to uh, to strip down cars. Don't leave uh, your car at my house long enough because I just might get bored and strip all the paint off of it down to the bare metal. That's not fun. Yeah, you know me and my six twenty. I'm always liking that patina. That that. That patina is going to stay. I'm sorry. Nah, I'm going to make, nah. nah, make you shiny. I'll make you like a chrome on a, on a ball hitch. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be super shiny. So it's going to look pretty nice. Yeah, that's what I picked awesome. up. And then good, good find. a couple things from some of our friends over at Skillard. I bought um, hmm. a couple small things. And then, uh, yeah. Oh, I uh, bought something else. Hold on. Oh. Because reasons. Because you have to, you man. Know, right, of course. Little dots and sign. Cool. It was on sale. Ten, ten it, sign there. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, so kudos for those sponsors that do listen to us from time to time. If you did do a Black Friday deal, um, there were some amazing deals that went out. They're already gone. Cyber Monday might have already fried up for you, but like SPO yeah. was kicking out some great deals. Z1 was doing some amazing deals. Um, I don't know. I saw a lot of stuff going on. So for those that got a chance to get out there, kudos, celebrate and hold your uh, your um, your winnings high. So kudos to you. We'll uh, we'll do our best to try to talk about that next year. Who's got the best deals? Maybe I don't know. Maybe we'll make that an episode. I don't know. So that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, like some sort of recap, or maybe we should maybe we should do. A, you know what? Next time we need to have a Black Friday specials episode where we just focus on the specials and like what would we do with our money type of thing. Or, oh, okay. I don't so, know. Something like yeah. that. I don't know. Uh, for again, thanks for you online that are with us. Uh, thank you for being here. We are uh, excited to get this show on the road. Uh, we got a few uh, uh, a few comments so far this evening. Of course, we do have uh, Berto Maddox saying, what's up, guys? Good to see you. Good to see you, too, sir. Thanks for being here with us. Amon's dropping in. Ogre says hi. Nerds. Good job. <laughs> Good reference. Good reference. Yes, sir. Uh, let's see here. Um, Bert wants to know about your garage. Let me see. The garage. Here. Oh, okay. Um, no. Uh, it's, it's a two-car. A two-car garage. Now, here's yeah. the cool part is that what I like about it the most, the garage is one, of course, but it has a carport. And the carport is just as large as the garage. So instead of fitting two cars, I can fit about four cars underneath shelter in general, you know, for those long-term projects, at least I can. So for any of those in the Texas area, if you need a place to store your cars um, (laughs) or pull engines, uh, we are going to be pulling a lot of engines right there. Let's go, you know, I'm going to have to Photoshop some oil stains in. We'll get some, uh, we'll get a nice little murder blood stain, transmission fluid stain. That's going to go halfway down the driveway. So, you know, we'll always uh, talk that up as uh, ATF is an actual detergent, uh, but that's always fun. Uh, Note that ATF is flammable, so that also will be a fun story. I can't wait to destroy your driveway, man. uh, Thanks so much. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited. (laughs) Destroy the driveway. (laughs) Um, Black Friday deals. Bert. Uh, Bert ordered a Haltech. Good job, dude. Haltech is an amazing uh, system, dude. The standalones. So he's got a standalone fuel management system, nitrous, um, and uh, yeah. So very cool, man. Overnight uh, parts from Japan. Overnight parts from Japan. Of course, yeah. Bertomatic. So uh, oh, yeah. moving on, we got a lot to go over tonight. Um, we are going to try to keep it on time. But first, we need to say a salute to everybody ah. that's out there. A salute to those in the Nissan family who we wish good health and to those we may have lost and are reminded of them often. All right. Kanpai. Kanpai, buddy. Join us if you're with us. Go for it. Ooh. Yeah, dig deep. All right. So as per usual, we were going to go into news here tonight. Um, a lot of uh, news has been dropped on uh, on us here in the last few days, uh, especially from Nissan. Uh, Mike, you've got the first article. Uh, Drew, hit, hit us. Cool, cool. So I want to start off with this article, which is that uh, this article was shared through social media throughout this last week. And it had gotten so much reaction that uh, I figured it was worth um, – including in this episode. So uh, has some a lot of substance, perhaps. Uh, some of the stuff we kind of knew al- already, but for those who don't know, it kind of it seems like it kind of came as a shock to them. Yeah, no, which, for uh, us, it's, a, it's substance abuse because we've been talking about it for a year. So yep, it's yep. like, okay, nothing new for us, but you and I, 
mm-hmm. um, knew about this, and uh, we we kind yes. of figured something was going along with it. But Mike, drop that bomb on him. Yes. So from Motor Trend uh, this week, uh, they're of course having a, a Nissan executive confirms that the the new Z uh, and the 370Z share the same chassis code, which we know as Z34. Uh, up until this article sort of you know confirmed it, like they say. You see it all over social media. It would say Z35, uh, the new chassis, the new Z is code Z35. That's not the case. This is still a Z34 chassis, although it is the new Z uh, for us. Um, I think – so I've got a lot to say about this. I'm going to try to keep things uh, compartmentalized in Don't general. Don't nerd out. I mean, you say fancy uh, words all you want. Don't be a nerd. Give yeah, it to them yeah. straight. Go ahead. Okay, okay. So – <laughs> we knew in the beginning, and if you look at past Nissan sta- uh, statements from from Nissan executives, was that they always said that they are committed to the Z. They've always said they've been committed to the Z. The challenge lies in being able to do it affordably. That was uh, their statement. And I think, as we've seen, and how this article confirms, is that one of the thing, one of the ways that they were able to do this affordably, like they said. Well, is to use what they called in this in this uh, in this article the underpinnings of the car retained as the Z34 chassis for the most part. Now, um, from what I've seen and read and heard, is that this is not an identical suspension as the 370Z. It is, let's say, refreshed in certain ways. It's not identical, but there are. Uh, some changes, but by and large, it's uh, a, a lot of parts from the existing parts bend. How about that? Um, a few things about it uh, in this article. The main word that you see here is aging. And it, up until a year and a half ago, when the Z Proto had just first come out, you always you were already thinking of the Z34 as as showing its age. Everybody was starting to complain that after you know ten plus years, this thing was getting old. And style from a style perspective, the Z34 uh, 370Z, yes, we, we kind of knew that. You know, we were just kind of getting along in the tooth, you would say that. But when they talk about the suspension in this thing, honestly, I the, the comments I wanted to make about it was it is still a great suspension. I mean, what are you complaining about? This is – if you – I mean, I'll give you an example. I'm a 350Z owner. And I know for a fact that the, the suspension went 350 to a 370, completely different. The 370Z, even from that generation change, is so much more refined. Uh, it's and preferable. It's it's the preferred uh, chassis. So um, I don't really see it as a, as a big deal per se on this on this topic regarding the this new Z's chassis. Uh, they see it in this episode or in this article as being like a, a negative, like a negative comment but i'm like no it's a it's a very uh very um a very good suspension to begin with i mean there's no there's no need to talk down and the second thing i wanted to say was for the price point how much better can you get i mean honestly you know we always wanted this car one of the principles of the z has been for this car to be uh accessible to multiple people and different uh what would you call price ranges and and budgets of stages of life well, that's how you do it too. You make it affordable, you make it accessible, and uh, like I said, I don't see a problem with this. So that's that's yeah, my I, stance on this. Anyway. I would agree. What, what, what mean, about you? Yeah, the platform. That's the thing. If you already have a successful, great handling platform in the 370Z, that albeit sold well, but not as 
high is the expectation? Why not reintroduce it? Why not modify it and keep that going? I mean, for one, they didn't have to put the development into it. And some companies will be kind of, dare I say, <clears throat> sneaky in a sense. So they'll take the same platform. They'll drop a new aerodynamics on it, but never change their price points. You know, Nissan's already made a, um, uh, a pretty much a public statement about, you know, they're adjusting that that technology for the price point. So you're getting yep. an amazing handling platform, you know, with a small amount of modification that we know of at this time. I mean, nobody's really gotten under good modifications too. I don't, I can't see it going backwards. Either. Yeah. Nobody's really looked under there and, and look under the skirt and see what, exactly what we got going on there just yet. But quite honestly, even if it is off the same platform for the, for 98% or 99% of that, you know, once you pull off the arrow off this car, it, it, mm -hmm. The 370Z still handled like a beast, you know, um, you know, everybody that I know that races that platform or has taken that and pushed that to a, another level has commented that it's probably one of the be better handling Zs that they've, that's ever been produced. And I, we are saying that <laughs> on this show and I know we're probably going to get a little flat court, but I mean, it, there's so much technology and innovation that went into that platform from the beginning in that Z34 platform and to see it come out. And uh, with some new arrow, potentially, like you and I had talked about a year ago, and uh, we knew that there was going to be the uh, the 34.2 or the 0.5 or, yep. or something like that. We knew it was going to be something like that. We also even talked about, um, I think you and I joked around, like, the thir is it going to be a 35? Is it going to be a 34.5, 34 34.9, 0.1, 0.2? <laughs> and then I know you, you started nerding out a little bit because of what you do in uh, in business and, uh, you know, as you work for another automotive manufacturer that we won't name here. But you said, well, manufacturers think differently and they, they might want to go with a different platform. And you talked about that. Like I said, it's going to be 34.2. I guarantee it. Series and 2. what did you say? Yep. What did you say? And I, and I said, no way. I, I think you said 34.2. I said it's going to be 34.5. Okay. So you said you're going to be wrong. The reason right. behind... In my opinion, the reason why a manufacturer might not use the designation as Z34.5 is because you're sort of cementing that version as having very little other options. Let's say five years from now, for some other reason, they still retain the 370Z suspension again, but it's again modified, the body's been refreshed. Well, what do you call it now? Okay, your 34.5 what's next 0. 0.6 0. 0.7 well what happened to 0. 0.1 0. 0.2 what's going on there you know um do you go <laughs> to make it even longer is like is it going to be a z34 uh dash a. uh 0.5 a 0.5 b it's just get way too complicated so i like what they did what nissan did dash two or 0. 0.2 however it turns out but series two in general it it does sort of leave the door open for future versions even you know who knows maybe then i mean who knows what happens you know there could be a version three we don't know i mean yeah but we'll i mean out. honestly i think i i think this is one of the, the i think a lot of people are missing the point i think of why why potentially this was done it gave you the availability of a z that came out and rolled out quickly to the public yeah um you know it's uh it's 
improved on a on a design factor some most would say you know i it depends on if you love it i mean me personally i think both cars are amazingly and equally uh, beautiful it's mm-hmm. just it's just different time periods when they're released but mm-hmm. you're getting the best of both of those worlds which is you're getting the suspension and the handling and technology you're getting the power uh, the power plant in the new one um and potentially that's the, the big thing they wanted power. You yeah, got power. You wanted power. Great. You wanted handling. Guess what? It's already in the package. So yeah, yeah. Um, a, an interesting article that came out. It was a little. In, it was seemed like it was intended to throw some stones. You and I look at it completely different. I, I think it's a win. I think you get a cost-effective package. You get an amazing power plant, and uh, and I think it's nothing but win, which is obviously proving the point because you can't not open up anything. Um, on the internet right now and not see the Z plastered all over it. And it hasn't yep. even started going for sale yet. Yep. So imagine when it actually hits the roads running, it's already going to be pre-sale. I mean, it's probably already, oh. they haven't even opened up the doors yet and everything for that. The, but. the price wars, the MRSP, the MSRP markup, that's coming. We know oh, it that is. too. It will. Yeah. For a little yeah, while yeah. anyway, but for they're going to be, so, they're going to sell, they're going to sell the piss out of these things. And then the price war is going to drop so yeah. fast. Yeah. Now so I did quick. hear that oh. Nissan was trying to do everything they could to prevent that from happening, but I think there are some things that are just beyond their control. No matter how many, no matter how it's, great it's the supply many, is, the price, the market. playing out there in the in the playground, doing too many crazy things. Teachers <laughs> just kind of go back to smoking their cigarette and just let the you know let, those let kids the kids play rock. in the sand. Essentially, yeah. we're going to get dirty. Let them eat sand. It's fine. <laughs> um, That's going to be the new phrase. Let them eat sand. It's fine. It's that's what kids um, are going to so do. So a few things. Let's go here. Uh, uh, Amon said, "Cue the kicking and screaming G babies." Eh, he's probably right. He's right, probably right, right, right. Let's see. And um, Amon actually brought up a point here. It says, "Wait till it goes electric and see everyone freak out." Save that. We're actually going to talk about that here a little bit later on. Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Me and Mike talked about that before the show. Um, was like, what? If, what if they go with a special version? You go 370Z, 370Z Nismo, and then you go 370Z. E, you know, uh, just uh, not 370Z, sorry, Proto Z. Yeah. E. I don't know. Yeah, call it the Nissan ZE. So. Who knows? Yeah, the Z. The Z. Before anyway, we go, before we get to yeah, before we move on, I do want to give out a public service announcement, and I did put it online last week. I think was, please stop calling the new Z the 400Z, even after. Nissan, and I'm talking, this was months ago, they confirmed it. It is Z, the Nissan Z. Major media outlets are still using 400Z. And I'm like, how out of touch are these guys really regarding this new car? Even though it's been official for months, these guys are still using yeah. 400Z. I, I, I don't remember the specific uh, site or, or outlet, but but it was a major one, and it was still using 400, which really surprised me. So for everybody out there, again, it's the It'll Z, take a while. It's just like people, when they have that argument about a Z, fair lady, it's just, it, it's, you know, if anything, it's hype. Nissan will take it. That's the way it's true. No, oh, are talking about the car, and that's at the end of the day, that's all we care about. We want all, all news is good news. Recognized. What's what's the what's the phrase? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll leave it at that. So yeah, um, Bert actually dropped some uh, 
old nerd knowledge on this said there was three versions of the S30. Even more if you include the halves, 240, 260, 280s, and all the S30s. Eh, yeah, yeah. You I had mean, Series 1, them. Series 2, 240s. Then you had the one. There was major changes in them, but yeah, yeah I mean, um, you know, we, we're not going to nerd out too much on that, but yes, it's a valid point. And yeah, we it could argue about that over the campfire. So, yeah. <laughs> And it is crazy, too, how older cars, they evolved much more quickly between yeah. years than today's current. I mean, but that, that is another topic. We'll have to come to that yeah, later And on. on the last note here, it looked like we had Mr. Buck, Sean Buck, coming in and said, people like seeing innovation, and some feel not enough of that there. Total subjective to each person totally subjective to each person which uh i couldn't agree with more that's true you know at the end of the day if they love their car who gives a damn you know what i mean so yeah all right moving on next article that we've got to talk about is actually sure. for those that didn't see that and mike give me the steering wheel for a quick second sure sure Let's see here they uh nissan actually just dropped this a few days ago um about their uh, their new what they're calling the new nissan ambition plan for all the way to 2030 i'm gonna let this run in the background as i go through it but okay um a lot of um information was dropped on this one for those that want to go through it uh we did post it up on the nissan nerd uh podcast facebook page um okay. you can check out that article and it kind of talks about everything that is um, happening from this point on um obviously you see here in 2021 the plan originally was set up as nissan next which ultimately was what was the next plan for uh nissan after everything and all the changes that have happened over the last two years and now it's uh future focus is all in intelligent mobility um i had some notes here that i went through for this uh entire 45 minute uh, um, <laughs> video i'm not gonna make you watch it but i'll give you a few highlights that i took away from it so nissan is actually doing one to two trillion yen in electrification um so they're advancing what they have from one million to two trillion and that number is going up even further um here in the in the future years as they step into the 2030 plan. Um, there apparently is a major move of technology innovation. Um, Nissan is claiming that currently right now it's 10 years ahead um, of all of its competitors right now. Um, huh. Pretty bold. Pretty. Uh, that is. Uh, it was interesting to see that. Um, they talked a lot about here, as you can see it right now in the video, where we talked about the uh, the E uh, Force, the EG Force, and the EV technology vision that they have planned out for the future. You and I have talked about that uh, numerous times. Um, for those that want to hear more about that, we'll talk about that uh, in the future because obviously that's going to be coming out. We, we, we're not going to be able to escape that. Um, yeah. Some some really good uh, prototypes and some imagination that was being dropped in this video for promo. Um, the truck that's in here was actually kind of caught my eye and I was like, ah. and you and I had talked about that. Like, will there be an EV platform truck in the future? We've in talked the about reasonable it. to future. We talked about this and I said, uh, we both said, of course, you know, with the way that the business is growing and when the brand is changing, it yep. makes absolutely um, uh, a large amount of sense. Um, there's a lot of, uh, of seeing Nissan involved in the community with assessment for mobility and right as you can see right here um they're pushing for a contribute uh, contributing to society with uh mobility practices for um a different age group 
you know, um, so, mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty interesting. Self-driving cars, intelligent parking vehicles, um, integration into home uh, systems, solar panels that are built into the home. And you've seen Tesla kind of talk about this, look like Nissan's kind of, mm, in a sense, maybe uh, riding that, getting on that train, as you will. Um, but yeah. a few other things that I wanted to talk about. Nissan is ta- is planning 23 new models, not just coincidence for 23 new models. <laughs> for those that don't know, 23 Nissan, I'll let you figure it out. So 23 new models with 15 new EV models planned uh, by 2030. So yeah, um, pretty interesting stuff. Um, Nissan's also looking to make a lot of changes for uh, for safety with this new mobility uh, systems that you and I have kind of talked about numerous times from the last articles. If you get a chance, um, again, go through this. Um, it's 45 minutes, but it's definitely not boring. Uh, if you really care about what the brand's doing these days, um, I would um, highly recommend checking it out, skimming through it. it. It makes me kind of proud to be a Nissan owner um, for the future. And, you know, maybe uh, I'm looking at different lifestyle changes for the future for some of my uh, car choices, but uh, mm-hmm. interesting. You know, I, I, I think, um, oh, by the way, guys, we're going to put this link into our show notes. If you're interested, look in the show notes. We'll have the link. I believe it's a YouTube video. We'll just, uh, yes, and then throw, we also have it on, it on the Facebook you. page as well. So. Yep, yep. A highly ambitious program. You're right. I mean, uh, I know earlier we were talking about it, and it was like 2030. That seems so far away. I mean, think about it. As of next month, it's going to be eight years. I mean, and I think you mentioned earlier that some, some – I mean, obviously, this is a progressive plan. It's not like 2030, boom, here it all is. No, this is a progressive plan up into 2030. So within the next uh, eight years, like you said, this, this transition – which is yeah, again highly ambitious. It's it's um it's admirable, and the fact that uh, we've mentioned in multiple ways how Nissan is leading the way with electrification, not only the build uh, and development, but also the recycling of batteries. Uh, they really are thinking the big picture uh, on, on a yeah, lot of they- these moves that they're making. There was also um, a really key point that I forgot to touch on where they were looking into, um, obviously they're looking to break ground on, um, you know, at the, at the core of this EV technology is batteries. You know, everybody talks about it. If you listen to any financial news for from anything from Tesla yeah. to, to Nissan now, batteries are the are the future and what's going to be happening them can they be made um economical can they be made um with uh, considerations of of uh, environmental changes without um without uh damaging the environment and nissan uh this is where a lot of that involvement um and financial backing has kind of come into play you know um part of that is um is Nissan's, um, we talked about the battery uh, design styles that are changing, and Nissan has a plan to put in a a brand new plant um, within the next, uh, I think it's a few years. Um, They're already looking at breaking ground on it, innovation. You and I talked about all all the things that they're trying to do in the UK, you know, with their battery uh, and core development. So it makes complete sense, you know, Um, and we see this across Um, the industry, you know. Not to get any deeper on this too, but you're right. We had a really good conversation, and I believe it was a rep with Braille Battery. It was during ZCon, how they yeah. were saying that the it's not just developing batteries; it's the advancement of the battery style. I mean, you're talking, you know, the traditional lead battery filled, you know, uh, with acid battery. Well, it's not that's not the case. It's these dry, you know, you got lithium ion batteries, and I think you mentioned something about a uh, a um, 
what is it called? A um, dry state or a uh, solid solid state? Wasn't there like a solid state battery? That's there was kind a of solid new state technology. Battery. And and Nissan, I think, is banking on that. Yeah. Um, funny that you mentioned that. Um, that Nissan was actually. Uh, it looks like they're potentially uh, banking on that variation of the yeah. of the the innovation of batteries in the future so you know i don't think they'll put all their cookies in one basket but nissan's too smart for that but where they see um the the particular battery that's leading the future i mean that in the innovation and and the lack of a better product that's out there i could see them moving forward with that and further developing it but yeah, yeah i mean amazingly cool stuff i've um it, it's hard to keep track on that because there's so many, it's like the wild west right now for, it is. for, for <laughs> everybody. And then, you know, you and I enjoy it right now in a motorsports fashion with the e-dams, which we're going to yep. talk a little bit about what's happening with the motorsports teams. But yep. yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's the future, you know, it is, it is. what it is. Um, unfortunately we have to, uh, we have to kind of nod to that. We'll, you know, you and guys like hey, us and all the rest of the nerds, I've, I've held the, we'll, we'll always find ways to, yeah. um, you know, back alley by gas, you know, yeah. to, to keep our cars I, going. I, I, I hold the front. Day, I, I love both ideas, right? There are going to be synthetic fuels, but not to get away from that. That's a whole different topic. And, uh, but you're right. That, e and, is and, the yeah, future. For, yeah, and, and I want to give a shout out to our friend Gary Savage uh, from Braille Battery, um, who yeah. I absolutely love talking to. Braille is a wealth of information. Awesome and um, if you ever get a chance to check out some of their sites or some of their products, I absolutely love Braille Batteries. If you get a chance, um, one of these days I'll be able to afford one after I sell my <laughs> After I sell Mike's kidney or do enough uh, engine pulls for money in front of his house. So, yeah, um, I don't want to get too hard, too much on that. Um, let's yeah. go through some comments here and then we'll yeah. move on a little bit. We've got a um, lot of guys here. Just, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. the imagination talking about the future of E and, and beyond that. <laughs> Where do you want to start? Let's see here. Bert, uh, talk solid state batteries may finally make EV viable. Ooh, pretty bold Ooh. statement. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, I like that idea, though. Agree um see here aman it's going to have to get to the point that one wheel is a power plant and the others are drive you are not too far off there's some pretty interesting stuff some of the technology that i have seen is a uh is oh god the lack of a better word is a cavit um it steals mike i i this is your world where it's it's uh it's robbing from the other wheels to keep the momentum oh, going. regenerative and regenerative thank you very much um yeah. so yeah see right, there you go i'm glad you were at your <laughs> today. and uh last one here josh goodard they're going to be nissan of course they they're going to be the first to make flying cars well we've got a minute <laughs> We, we, we've got a little I bit. I love the enthusiasm. I, hey, it yeah, can I love the enthusiasm too. Mass as well. production flying cars. Hey, I can I see it. Know. I can see it. So, all right. So, on that, we are going to cut news a little thin tonight. Normally, we go into 400 articles. Um, the. Uh, <laughs> The, the, the latest gossip is that people love the news, but not too much of it. So we are going to try to level off the playing field tonight and talk a little bit more about some other things. Um, you're going to like it. 
Um, let's go ahead and kick off into the motorsports and cover what we normally do. So, uh, Mike, go ahead and give me that steering wheel, man. Uh, I want to talk about yeah. the last round uh, of uh, Super GT that just ended in this last few days, man. Um, last of the season, how- huh? Last of the season, brother, and um, a pretty damn good race. Um, I wanted a little bit more, but it is what it is. Um, so a few results that I wanted to kind of talk about here. The Super GT uh, obviously came to an end with the finalization here of round eight at the Fuji Speedway. Um, an all around, let's call it a teeth kicking. <laughs> In a sense, uh, I'll I'll, I'll be kind here. Um, An amazing day for Toyota. And normally, um, you know, I don't plug anybody else's brand, but I do have to kind of tip my cap. Recognize. Nissan had a a one, two, three finish. It doesn't stop there. A four and a five way finish in the 500 class. Um, Yeah, as well as taking first in the 300 class as well. That's enough about me talking about Toyota. Kudos to them. (laughs) Great, great rule. The uh, NSXs did great for the year too as well. Um, Nissan didn't have the best final round um, qualifying, uh, you know, all the way up into the race. Could have been better, Um, but it was a strong showing for at least throughout the season. Um, I want to give a shout out to the CalSonic GTR. Ended up uh, sixth overall uh, for the season in the 500 class. Um, Those guys have been uh, my favorite team. Um, There is um, some rumors that are flying around about the potential of them not fielding uh, anything for a GTR next year, but we also have heard that the GTR – Will no won't be fielded in the 500 class at all. So we might see the GTR slip to the 300. Me and I, mm-hmm. me and Mike, have been speculating that maybe we'll see the new um, Proto Z um, in a race trim fashion, uh, trimmed up for 500 class. It's all up in the air right now. Nobody really knows anything. Uh, yeah. But fingers crossed. Yeah. I can't see it. Man, I can't imagine it being anything else. Honestly. Yeah, honestly, but uh, yeah, you know, it was a it was a solid drive uh, for most of the day. You know, um, I just I wanted more. I I expected a lot more, and uh, you know, the, I was I was super happy um, with the with the final results for the season in the three hundred class. Um, for those that didn't know, the uh, realized team uh, under Condo Racing in the GTR, and you, uh, Mike, you and I have talked mm-hmm. about them in the past. They did amazingly well. And it was no surprise this year they ended up pulling out second overall in the 300 class. So that is nothing to scoff about. Uh, Those guys are kicking butt as per usual. Um, I cannot, um, I cannot see or come up with a reason why we can't see them uh, up for doing the 300 class for next year. Um, Those guys are going to uh, continue to kick tail. So yeah, again, um, my best to all the teams out there and Mike, me and Mike will continue to keep you abreast of all the changes. And I'm, I'm assuming some really big changes for Nissan that are going to come uh, through super GT next year with everything that they've been announcing. Hopefully we'll keep our fingers crossed a huge motorsports package and, uh, <laughs> and amount money that Nissan's going to put to the side. So we can see some, some amazing uh, cars racing in the GT. So, which is amazing. It's the NASCAR Japan. So boom. <laughs> I think you said that before too. That gets me every time the NASCAR. It is kind of true. I mean, that is like their staple, right? I mean, they don't have super GT here. 
Although I would go, don't get me wrong, you know, but we have comparative series, but it's not nowhere near, you know, obviously Super GT is Super GT for a reason. There's, there's no, uh, there's no replacement for it, you know? Yeah. You know, what's crazy is like, I mean, Super GT is now over the season's finished. Um, but you know, I would, um, it came stateside a long time ago and then it was always heard that it would never come back. And I'm like, man, what if, what if it ever came back stateside? I mean, we got tracks like Coda. I mean, imagine dude, if it came back stateside, hit Coda or Laguna or something crazy like that. Oh my God, I lose my brain. So I don't know. <laughs> it kind of reminds uh, me a little bit of even like the old Continental series. I mean, we went, we went and, and seen, that was when they had the, was it Doran Racing having those 370Zs uh, yeah. that, that were racing the yeah. uh, Continental series, I think at one point. Yeah, Continental Tire Series. Was, yeah, they, and hell yeah. of a good series for, for when they were running. Yeah. Um, go to the comments here. Um yeah. <laughs> Haman says back to electric. I'm calling Nissan hitting the 1.21 gigawatts. <laughs> I mean, we have time travel, maybe. So we got time travel on one hand, we got flying cars on the other. Okay, that's yeah, gonna be, yeah. It's gonna be that kind of night. All right, let's see here. Joshua uh, coming in. It's IMSA with NASCAR size crowds. You know, uh, interesting that he mentioned IMSA. Um, did you? So, oh my God, the. The guy who races uh, MotoGP, champion, he's won like eight series, Valentino. Rossi, um, Valentino Rossi. Valentino Rossi. Yeah. He obviously is finishing out his career in, uh, in MotoGT, MotoGP. Mm-hmm. And um, he made a mention that he's also a, a, um, a, a huge fan of uh, his other passion is, is driving cars. Yeah. He made a mention that he's been trying to think about doing time trial races uh, in the United States. What? Um, and he did name drop IMSA. So, wow. Um, you know, of course, we're talking about completely different platforms, but a, a good driver is a good driver regardless yep. of what it is. But Nissan, if you hear anything, if you if he can do it on two, he can do it on four. I, I feel pretty good. He's got, Rossi, got, damn yeah. whatever. <laughs> he, damn whatever. He's got the gumption to, to ride it off He's on four wheels. It doesn't matter. <laughs> that guy is a hell of a hell of a hell of uh, a racer, man. So I've yeah. watched him for years. But moving on. So yes, yes. can we just trade and Joshua last one here? Can we just trade NASCAR for Super GT? I mean, if only, if only, buddy. <laughs> if he was our decision. Yep, yep. Good, <laughs> good comment, guys. Thanks for being here again. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But, uh, yeah, let's move on to the next thing. Mike, uh, Formula E, uh, obviously the season's finished out, but uh, yes. there's some news on what's happening for maybe next year? Well, uh, two things that are happening here in the off season, uh, specifically within the last two weeks, that, yes, there's preparations for season eight, which begins in late January. So we're, uh, at this point, let's still call it two months away. Uh, but it doesn't mean that these guys are taking a break. Uh, the EDAMS team is not doing that. So uh, I've got two articles to share. Uh, this first one is talking about uh, the reveal of the new racing livery for Season 8 uh, for the Nissan EDAMS team. Uh, I've got a video I'll share with you guys for just a second. But uh, they do call it um, – I, you know, in reading this article – they are saying that the the theme or the paint scheme uh, of this car has always been what they call the um, kimono themed design uh, paint scheme or livery, and they're yeah. saying that this this new uh, livery is an evolution of that. So, I mean, if 
if anybody's a big fan of paint, hey, this is the this is the article that you want to read about. <laughs> you want to tune in and talk about paint? Where this is the this is the five minutes you need to turn up your volume. Right. Yeah, yeah, turn it up on this one, buddy. Yeah, I'm talking three stage or <laughs> pearlescent. <you know? laughs> Let's go, hit me. We do got a nice uh, uh, thirty second video here. I'm gonna press replay on this one. A really good, really cool video to watch here. Um. Take a minute. That's. I don't know if you can hear the sound on this thing or not, but uh, I cannot. But I can. Oh I can man, I'm sorry. You're totally it. missing out. But no. Oh, thanks. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks for everybody listening, including myself. We okay, let's talk about what we do see, though. Uh, if, you, if you compare it with last one, obviously, usually <laughs> that, that, that black nose up in that. front was silver. Yeah. What'd you say? Yeah. For those that uh, are are not of the luxury of being able to see anything, Mike, uh, I see four wheels. Uh, I see a steering wheel. Uh, yeah, truly innovative. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's electric. Yeah. Sorry, it's man. Electric. Jesus. <laughs> so, so let's talk about the livery. So um, is yeah. it a throwback to anything? Well, I mean – I, I don't think the seasons. I don't think the Formula E league has been around long enough to be a throwback to anything at the moment. Sadly, I mean we're running. We're in season eight, but uh, not not necessarily. Just they call it an evolution. So I would say just being an innovation, uh, the next step of what their current theme has been all along. Uh, I wouldn't really would call it too much of a throwback, though. Uh, so this for, is, for, uh -huh. for those at home that, again, do not have the luxury of being able to see anything that we post up, uh, red and black. Red and <laughs> the, uh, I'm going to give you the cliffs notes here. Red and black with a, with a two, three on the side. Guess what? That's it. I just yes. solved it all for you. <laughs> the detail is stunning. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah stunning. Oh my God. All right. All right. Um, so, go ahead. So I wanted to talk about one thing though. I, you know, I follow, obviously we follow Buemi's feed, uh, the driver of, um, uh, one of the drivers for Formula E, um, they re just recently did, did their helmets, their own individual helmets. And man, uh, cool, cool helmets this year. I don't know if you got any data with that. So uh, I, um, I, I didn't. I'm I didn't throwing you under the bus on that one so fast, and I didn't mean anything about it. But no worries. I did um, see that. Um, I just didn't have. Yeah. Anything, so but... very cool. Um, again, we're seeing a lot now. You want to talk about? Uh, the next driver uh, that is going to be assisting. Morgan? Yes, yes. So uh, as we Max, just to reinstate, right? yeah, Max Maximilian Gunther is the replacement driver for Oliver Rolland for this season eight uh, with Edams and Formula E for the 2022 season. Uh, he does. He's not a complete noob. I mean, he does have. Uh, although a majority of these uh, drivers are very young in age. Uh, they they are also experienced, you know. A lot of these drivers, yeah. when you go through these types of um, uh, leagues, yeah. you're talking about guys that have been carding since you know before they could walk. For God's sake, yeah, you know? you're, so, you're not going to touch anything formula without having hundreds of thousands of hours logged on something. So yeah, these, absolutely. Uh, so I, I'm sure he's going to be uh, um, a good companion um, with Boemi, who's um, a very seasoned Formula E driver. He's actually been a, a driver almost since the beginning of Formula E, as long as Nissan's been involved. Oh, Boemi was actually the first champion. Uh, he I was the very first Nissan, right. Nissan was the first constructor champion, first season of Formula yep. E, and Boemi was the first driver. Nerd, so, good little nerd. nerd. Yeah. Big brain on <laughs> <laughs> Um. I do have one other article for you, and we'll share it real quick here. This is actually the more uh, 
exciting news even, uh, which was that this last week uh, was a uh, preseason testing for season eight and the EDAMS team. Uh, this is a three-day testing out in Spain at the Circuit Ricardo, as it Tormo? Tor- I think I'm had to misspell my notes here, but by the way, this is an actual track that they that that was used uh, even this last season. So this this will this will be a track that I believe we will continue to see uh, in the Formula E uh, 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 league uh, season this this upcoming 2022. Um, with both drivers, Sebastian Buemi and Maximilian Gunther, uh, a total of 350 laps between the two drivers taken on this track. They were running. Just a variety of setups uh, for the car, either power plant, suspension, etc., and gaining what they call just significant data, as much data as they can. And what they're going to be doing with that data here for the next two months now uh, until the new season starts is that they're uh, looking to um, uh, to make preparations based on that data to get this car just how they want it for the, the, the season opener. Uh, in January, uh, late January, I believe it's the 27th, 28th, 28th and 29th. That's when is uh, season starts. So uh, as we get closer to those, uh, to that time, of course, we'll be covering it uh, along the way. So uh, that is Motorsports Update. Yeah, that's everything that we've got right now. Obviously, we're going to continue to keep you abreast as we step into 2022. Um, and once we realize what Nissan's doing as a whole, or if there's any spec stuff that's dropped, also, if you've got any leads on any um, any seasons or anything that we should be checking out or following, mm-hmm. let us know because we're super um, we're super interested in everything that uh, there's a brand out there to represent. And maybe somebody else needs that support. So we do not mind anything that we can do to help innovate um, watchers or move watchers towards that. So, yes, sir. Um, yeah, Mike, I am about to drop, you know, normally we talk about at this point, a lot of different things. It's been a while since we talked about a car and a car just came up on my radar in the last few days. That's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to take the steering wheel and I'm going to show you something that I think is going to, to blow your socks off. Blow my um, socks off. Blow your socks off. I <laughs> blog, and this is a car, a 2,000 horsepower, six-second GTR out of Houston, Texas, called Kimbo. <laughs> <laughs> of all yeah. names, Kimbo. Of all names. Is that also um, a throwback to who I think it is? Uh, Kimbo Slice. Kimbo yeah. Slice. So it, it is. It's kind of, I, and I said the same thing too. It took me a little digging, but yeah. For I'm those talking World know, Star Kimbo too, man. None of this. <laughs> World <USC>. Star Kimbo. <laughs> sure but you know, um, interesting. Um, the car is um, it recently acquired a, a six-second quarter mile, and I'm going to show that to you here in just a few moments. But again, it. these yeah. boys are based out of Houston, uh, so they're Texas Texas boys out of a small performance shop uh, called The Shop Houston. Um, I had to look it up twice, but it, they are called The Shop Houston. Um, they have been banging away on this GTR for most of this year. But they are pumping out 2,000 horsepower out of a 4.1 liter billet stroke crank, uh, okay. running a pair of 68 millimeter uh, turbos. So they were they've been running consistent sevens for about the last three weeks. They hit 6.97 at 206 miles uh, on a quarter mile pass here recently. And uh, this that's thing a, that's a is, record. 
Yeah, this, this is Things of Beast. I'm going to show you a quick video here real quick, Mike. Okay. And Booyakasha. And you can check this out. One second. Let's do it. I, uh... All right. There you go. I don't know if you can hear that. I can. They can barely stay straight. It's all-wheel drive. Dude. <laughs> That's the 690, 6.97 quarter mile. Yeah, six nines, man. Play that again? That, huh? hey, could you? Uh, if you can find it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at that. Barely hooking up. Barely. Wow. 6.97 at 206. That guy's got some... Uh, some bravery with them, man. Just like, uh, like we're talking about with Valentino Rossi, man. Imagine having. I'm going to tell you right now, they're going to have to pop him out of that seat with a wedge because your cheeks are going to squeeze, especially when you go sideways like that. You can see the damn burn mark in the, you know, on the tarmac. Look at that. That's insane. He's, I'm going to say it again, Miles. He's got the gumption. He's, He's got, got the gumption. gumption. That is our thing. Now, it doesn't stop there. Uh, apparently, the car has got a lot of notoriety and it went against let me see here let me show you something Ooh, and before yeah, is this the one is this the one i think i saw i'm gonna press i'm gonna open this one up for you yeah press play here's the thing too tell you what, if you could pause it for just a second before mm -hmm. this is just me personally you know when i see articles that highlight cars and they always glorify the horsepower. For me personally, like I kind of gloss over it nowadays. I'm more about the craftsmanship. And, and there is craftsmanship with high horsepower, don't get me wrong. But there always seems to be like an over-glorification of power sometimes, you know? And But when I saw this one, I, I actually... Go ahead and press play. I'm, I'm ruining it for you. This, this is... This is <laughs> you the, are! This is the Ken Block one, right? Where they go up against Ken Block? This is, this is the Ken Block. So actually, okay. uh, the the car got together with Ken Block. And uh, for those that have been living under a rock or don't follow any of the Ken Block stuff, he has a 1,400-horsepower all-wheel drive Mustang, uh, the Hoonicorn, um, that is just a beast of a car, right? Um, yeah. So anyway, um, they had an opportunity to meet up and just kind of, um, as it were, just uh, show off both cars. So um, Just power over billet blocks and stuff like that. It's a stock, uh, stock block VR38, 68 millimeter turbo, some methanol. That's really bad. Of course, yeah. Just be quick. Are these iron blocks? No, no, but they're like closed deck. Wow. Look at that. All ice packs. I mean, turbo. Yeah, this this whole thing, and obviously the cars lighten up when you're running at that level. It's just it's. And you're mentioning the trim on the turbos, 4.1 stroker, so. They might they might be saying stock block, but it's heavily modified stock. No, block. I mean, no, no, <laughs> no, no. Here, yeah, maybe. yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I don't care what you're talking about. There ain't no stock block here, baby. So. <laughs> Here's the race. Just walking all over Kim Block there, man. No, and I should say, like the Hoonigan guys. Jesus they, Christ! Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. So play that again. You want to go ahead? Go that that. No, 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 baby. There's a round two here. Oh, it was a round two. Hold coming. on. Okay. Round two, just Bites. to make sure that to, to bury it further. <laughs> okay. 
and he's got a he's got a lead. And, and he gave him a and he gave him a Lynx. Yes. Cool. Still. Just barely, Jesus. With the car length on it. I think she just got him, but she smoked him the whole way. Dude. Yo, Someone got, doesn't like to lose. Who to go by a bumper? <laughs> wow. Well, here, I should mention two things. Yeah. And I don't, you know, and this was, I think, in the Hoonigan world, um, and they re- referred to the driver as she. I think that's. Ken Block's 14-year-old daughter. Did you see that article, by the way? I know we're going a little uh, off topic, but I don't think that's Ken Block driving. I think he's kind of... I think you might be right, honestly. On this thing. I, I know it's not the way you wanted to win, but you won. What I wanted to say, though, too, is that this series that they're talking here with Hoonigan has always been um, this Hoonicorn versus Blink. There's been a whole series... Of this car versus you know so many different builds under the sun, and ninety nine percent. Go ahead. I think you're right. I think that's there her right there. Yeah. Isn't that cool? But yeah, because it's not Kim's like race trim. He's a teenager doing this, man. Well, that's amazing. Matter. She's kicking ass. Yeah, yeah, I don't even think Ken would have done much much better in in that. Who knows? But <laughs> yeah, that is still a pretty amazing day out just to be witness to something like that would be oh. unbelievable oh, yeah. so I think what i was cool gonna say though. what Sorry. i was gonna say though is that this hoonigan series always talking about the hoonicorn versus blank 99 percent of all the cars that go up against this car the hoonicorn lose so the fact that there's actually a, well in this case a nissan gtr our favorite you know brand of all things beating the the hoonicorn i, I like this video so i'm i want to give it a go <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, there's a little spot of the unicorn right there. I mean, that thing is insane. Yes. It, 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 don't be wrong. I, I love the build. All-wheel drive Mustang. Oh, absolutely. But, uh, yeah. Uh, but I, the fact that a, that a Nissan was able to uh, to dominate to yeah. dominate or or at least yeah, exactly. I'm 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 proud of that fact also. <laughs> yeah, they they did a damn good job with this uh, one. I, I I watched it. I've I've perused through it many times. For those that uh, haven't had a chance to check that out, we will obviously put that up on the uh, put that up on the uh, Facebook group page, and you can check it out yourselves. Um, but it's worth a watch. It was pretty interesting. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> how are we doing on time, Miles? Uh, you know, I never really look at the clock. I kind of do whatever the hell I want to do. Same here. Um, but anyway, uh, you know who the most important person in this conversation is? Who? The fans. Let's see what they say. I love so, it. Oh, man. You're uh, smooth. Ion, this guy's a smoothie. Uh, Amon. Uh, Amile said breasts. Yeah, I did. All right. I hope we're all adults <laughs> here. All right. Uh, Ion. Uh, what did he say? Squirrely. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that, that, that GTR squirrely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that sound was actually his butt puckering, Joshua. Well, let me see here. 
Uh, let me see here. Oman said, oh, my God, been meaning to watch that video. Yeah, that's why we saw it. It just dropped in here uh, the last few days. I think the la just today. Like, it's hours old. And, uh, yeah. Uh, Joshua, with some knowledge, um, can his daughter, being Ken Block, uh, yeah. she races ARA with him. Ooh. That's where it's coming from. Okay, yeah. awesome, right. awesome. Good find. Thanks for the information on that. Good job. Let me yeah. see here. Uh, let me see here. Josh throwing out the gauntlet. He wants to see the GTR versus the Drift Ultima. I uh, two two completely different beasts fighting it out there. But that Alma, wow. uh, the Ultimaniac is a is an yeah. amazing car. I haven't seen the GTR in person. Obviously, it just kind of came up on my radar. Uh, mm -hmm. One of these days, I hope to check it out wherever I can. But the Ultimaniac, I've I've had an opportunity to literally lie underneath it for <laughs> like 20 minutes. And people yeah. were laughing at me, but I'm like, I don't give a damn. I thought it was an amazing car. I wanted to get all over it. And the Ultimaniac is a beast. I mean, it is a yeah. beautifully well-done car. Yeah. But it's, it's, uh, it's two completely different animals, man. Uh, but, yeah, it'd be interesting to see them do something collectively together. But I think you'd have to make all types of changes to that GTR and, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I had I had that thought as well, and I'm, I'm glad Josh brought that up too because I mean, like you said, two different purposes: all-wheel drive for one versus the Ultimaniac, which is a drift. The intentions for drifting, um, it would definitely need some. You'd have uh, to completely change the Ultimaniac. Made for make it for grip, from, but yeah. but the engine is the same power plant, I believe it is, and the, the Ultimaniac is also 2,000 horsepower, so it does make you think, you know, so. Could they make uh, it hook up enough for that to run a consistent time frame? You'd have to give them links. You'd probably have to get that Ultimaniac like three links for it to even be comparative. Just to, um, just to get the launch, you think? I'm just I'm just guessing, but you know, a, oh uh, yeah, obviously we're just speculating here. It's just so, yeah. yeah, we're speculating here, but hey, I don't know. Um, you got guys that can. You got guys on um, on Forsberg's team that, that they got skills, you know. They do. Even they Forsberg do. Forsberg himself, you know. So anyway, but yeah, interesting thought. I like the way that it was kind of thrown out there on that. So yeah. So. Gotcha. <laughs> All uh, right. Let's see here. Yeah, I think that's about it that I had for the night, buddy. Um, you know, yep. I wanted to um, just talk a little bit about us closing out the year. Um, I don't know, Mike. You think we should drop the uh, the hidden uh, the bomb on him just right now, or you think we should make him wait? No, I'm going to tease that one, man. That's some good news. We want to, you know, if we're talking, nah, I think we, should, we I think we need to tease him a little bit longer, man. I'm sorry, guys. All right. So in the next two weeks, Mike and myself have been holding back steam on a uh, interview that we have. That is going to be pretty amazing. Uh, we're going to do this uh, potentially in a multi-part um, interview series with somebody that is, we'll call it legend, um, in our world here. Um, we're not going to drop a name just yet because we've got a lot going on. But here, um, hopefully on the next episode... Uh, mm -hmm. We will be doing that interview. We will let you know way ahead of time that it's going to be happening, um, but it's probably going to be bouncing all over our little Nissan Datsun and Infinity community. Um, yeah. So we will definitely let you know early in advance. Make sure you're checking the Facebook page. But again, if it works out, 
to to the plan that me and Mike have been working on for some time. It's going to be pretty amazing, and you're going to want to be part of that. Um, and uh, we will also have some questions that we will take from you pre-show um, that you can ask this person once we drop a name for you. So. Let's get a plan, and we'll, we'll drop that information on you guys soon. Not to tease you, but just a little bit longer. Because uh, we're working out the final details. But then yes, again, it will be pretty amazing as far as the show. It'll probably be one of the best articles, we uh, best episodes we've ever done, if we can make it happen. So yes. uh, Joshua goes, uh, they found Gozen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> coming live from his music case. Um, no, unfortunately not. We are... Uh, we're going to, even if we could get that, would we do it? I don't know. Anyway, we're going to leave uh, that alone. We'll leave but, that alone. Um, I do here. like Amon. Amon. You want to say it? Giving us blue balls over here. Balls. We are going to give you blue balls. You know, <laughs> Jingle blue balls. You're going to have to wait for that one. But as soon as we can give you some information and officially drop this on you, we'll definitely let you guys know. Um, obviously, we'll make sure we're taking care of our the uh, Nissan nerd family. So, yeah. <laughs> awesome, awesome. <laughs> but oh uh what was i gonna tell you oh you know one thing that i wanted to talk to you about uh, you know um, um before we let everybody go uh, and i i don't know why i missed this but formula yeah. e i heard yeah. a rumor and i've checked it through a couple different sites that you and i have been watching netflix for a while yes. obviously formula one has an amazing series that does some great coverage drive um, to survive the seasons right I've heard it from multiple sources now on the internet. Of course, it's the internet, right? But there is a potential contract that could be happening for the Formula E series because Netflix has so much success for the Formula One. There's yeah. a potential for the Formula E series to have a um, uh, a coverage for the for one of the upcoming seasons. If they really want to, if Formula E wants to see an exponential growth, which you know, in their fan base, it just Dude. as, I mean, it's proof. I mean, the F1 series, granted, F1 on, on its own has been a, a legendary Netflix series. episode alone but... has, what, I think people have been saying it's rejuvenated people's interest in F1 um, yes. all over the world. And I could see, if, if it dropped on Formula E. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, forget it. You know? And just to give you some stats, again, because I've been nerding out on that whole, that whole thing. That's, that, uh, what would you call it? That, um. Oh God, that uh, that events of Formula One entering um, docu series, you know, uh, uh, Netflix, the Netflix effect, what you we might call it. They said that I mean, yeah, four hundred thousand people were at Circuit of the Americas for the U.S. Grand Prix, which was yep. the, an unbelievable number. It's never reached that number ever before. And they said that within the last four years. Uh, three or four years, the average age of an F1 viewer has has dropped from 36 yeah. to 32. And when you compare that against every other major uh, mainstream uh, sporting sport. series, I mean, hockey's like in the, you're, you're in your 50s. Uh, basketball, I think it's the same thing. Uh, rarely is there an actual sporting league with a viewer of the average age in the 30s. You know, so. Um, F1 made a great decision working with Netflix. If they do the same thing with Formula E, I am definitely watching that. Oh, it's going to be uh, groundbreaking. It's going to be oh, yeah. that much better for Nissan. So, Nissan, if you're listening, continue dropping that money in that E-dams, baby. So, I'm just saying, could pay off in dividends. Just saying. <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, let see here. 
<laughs> Joshua goes, younger generation of drivers who are more accessible helps. Yeah, I would agree. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, on that note, again, um, a potentially big interview coming up here for you in the next uh, episode of the Nissan Nerd Podcast. We will keep you updated as we move forward. Um, mm-hmm. Again, continue to follow us, subscribe, um, and, and keep us updated. If you got that info out there, those little tweet tweet tweets those little things we want to know about all that stuff we don't know about yeah. the whispers in the way the whispers <laughs> so if you know about race teams or vendors that want to kind of come on the show let us know that's what we're here for make yeah. sure you're liking share and subscribe tell and your you friends yeah. <laughs> tell your friends tell your mom tell your friends tell your mom i called but contact <laughs> us at info at nissannerd.com so yep. on that note uh mike i don't have anything else tonight i guess we're logging off right uh, I think so, man. This has been a very good episode. I think, uh, uh, I mean, we had our fun, man. We had our, we had our news. We had our updates. We had we got out in an hour on time. Dang. Almost on time. Yeah. I Jesus. mean. Innovation. We're that, doing amazing. Talk about breaking records of our own. Hey, heck yeah. <laughs> Six seconds. Six seconds. Six seconds. Something He's on our podcast. Click. He's on our podcast. All right, let's go. Didgeridoo. Ow. <laughs> so on that note, guys, I want to say uh, get in your garage, make something cool happen. Uh, we love all you guys. Thank you Thank for supporting you. us throughout this uh, 2021. Yes. Thank you for um, being here. Yeah. Mike, I love you most days. Congratulations on the house. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Uh, yeah. And, Thank uh, you so yeah, much. Love you too, buddy. Love Look at me. All you. right, let's, let's go ahead and sign out for a second, man. You want to do a kanpai? What do you got left? Yeah, yeah, I got a little something left. Yeah. Good, 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 good. Clink. Ah, kanpai. Mm. Uh, on that, hit the didgeridoo, fool. Beatbox at the end. Yeah, dude. I'll tell you right now. Dude, yeah. I your dad's mm-hmm. looking really good these days. I tell you, I didn't think he had pipes like that, but you're yeah. dead. <laughs> 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 hey, I, I do need to say though, uh, just to give credit where credit is due, that video was Go taken. On. That is the traditional didgeridoo rhythms. Uh, by Lewis Burns of the he's an Aboriginal Australian artist. To give credit where credit's due, I need to. I'll put the link of the video in the notes. Why would you got to add a, we show respect? To. We, yes, we, we have to show the respect. We got to tip our didgeridoo caps. I mean, if any, I'm going to tell you right now before we let everybody go. Yeah, you think I know a lot about Nissan? My didgeridoo knowledge is way up. It's... All right, we have another podcast. It's the didgeridoo. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's go we're, we're done we're all right really, all right really guys thanks for being all here right. we'll talk to you soon uh have a great uh week <laughs> we'll talk to you soon bye, bye. <laughs>